from the road and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan. And we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB in 1998. Join us for this spoiler filled podcast as we recap season four. Oof. <laughs> Oof. It was it was a slog by the end of it. I got to say it was a slog by the end of it. I agree. It's so wild because like starting the podcast, I was like season four is like the second best mm-hmm. season. I don't know and if like, that's true. Yeah. I'm like, we'll see at the end, but I'm yeah. like, it might be my the worst season. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to get through. It is hard to get through. Um, yeah. 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 There's no so. fun at the end. Yeah. I think that's the thing is that it's like, it's like really fun and great at the beginning. And then it kind of uh-huh. drops off this very steep cliff. Yeah. And there's like not a lot of fun to be had. Yeah. Like I would even like how we were talking about how is Coda is my least favorite episode. And you're like, mm. even more so than the Love Lines one. And like, but those Downtown ones crossing. are like fun, you know, like they're just stupid, <laughs> like fun. You know what I mean? They are so stupid. like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like just like, just a slog. Yeah, like, that's true. That's the thing is like, that's when you true. get these like totally wacky, stupid episodes, you're like, all right, we're going with it. But we didn't even get one of those. No, we didn't. We get didn't. One of those at the end, that's you know? True. So it's just like the the end is just like oh my god. As soon as Joe, I feel like as soon as Joey lies to to Dawson, it's like the the season is like unwatchable. Yeah, I I would say it starts going downhill when Andy leaves. Oh, without a doubt. But um, and then yeah, it I think yeah, it does. It gets pretty unwatchable. Um, there are moments that are good, sure. but they're few when and far Andy between. comes back. <laughs> that one episode where pacey and joey are like horny for each other and are like we just want to bone um yeah like, the two of them in that episode like uh-huh. i'm into like a fraction of it because some of it's real angsty but some of it's cute um yeah. i guess the like dawson and gretchen's road trip i kind of liked right um <laughs> yeah that one is kind of fun <laughs> and then like you know, I'm I'm into some of the Jack and Jen or I'm, some of the Jack and Jen stuff because I don't like that they like don't listen to each other. Yeah, but, <clears throat> and it never is like fully fleshed out. Like Toby yeah. and Jack kiss, and then Toby Jack's like to Andy like this is my boyfriend Toby, and then we we never hear about him in the finale. You know, so it's right. Like, He's not in the finale at all, right? Yeah. Which not he doesn't even have mentioned. to be. Yeah, exactly. He's not even like mentioned. Yeah. You know? Like, like hey, I just guys. feel like Coda didn't even need to be an episode. It just doesn't even need to be there. No, I think you're right. I think that the assessment is true. And I think you could have put the goodbye stuff and the like angst for college stuff either at the beginning of four or or at the beginning uh-huh. of five or at the the end, you know, at some point during the graduation episode. Yeah, exactly. You know? Totally. We don't need to see joey give a speech no we didn't as i that. said as i said i don't think i think that like m- petition for more shows to just like not have main characters give speeches <laughs> totally <laughs> i mean just and like, we don't need to see the graduation either like the announcing totally. of names and stuff like that totally. like i don't know you're like what like we don't need to watch that on screen no, we all know what a graduation looks like thank you <laughs> they're fucking boring that's why you <laughs> yeah, only go to your it. own you only go to your own. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, you got to be a real close friend if I'm going to your graduation. Fuck, And you man, better believe like, I'm bringing a flask of whiskey with me because yeah, I'm yeah, not sitting through that yeah. shit sober. <laughs> Seriously. It's yeah. fucking brutal, man. I didn't even so sit through fun. my own sober. <laughs> I'm yeah. sitting through yours sober. <laughs> totally. <laughs> brutal. Anyway, brutal. It yeah. yeah. It's like you just recut graduation and... um coda and make it like a, a decent season finale you know totally. yeah totally. okay so thank you to all of our listeners that emailed us and dm'd us and contacted us with questions i tried to get all of y'all in so we're, we're gonna try our best or at least some <laughs> of, you know <laughs> you know parts of your your question so mm. okay this one's from Nicole. We're going to start at light. Okay. What are the best and worst season four moment? Your best and worst season four I moment. Mean, drunk Joey is the best moment of season I- four. <laughs> I- <laughs> drunk Joey takes the fucking cake. 
<laughs> and like, it's not just that it's drunk Joey. It's that it's drunk Joey with Andy and Jen. I know. It's like the best. It's like yeah. we get such a little of that threesome that yeah. it's just fucking amazing. It's amazing. And the, and just like who hasn't been that person that's like a little bit more sober or is sober with your drunk <laughs> friend that you're just trying. You're like, I'm not trying to harsh your, your good time. I'm just yeah. trying to corral you a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Totally. Please continue, but let's just move this way. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Totally. It's great. And uh, the worst moment, that fucking kiss at the end is the worst moment. I know. God. Yeah. I know. It's just terrible. It, I, it's weird because I actually think my best moment, my favorite moment is when um, Pacey and, and Joey jump off the boat. Oh, you know? yeah. It's so good. Like. <laughs> my god so it's like and i agree i I think the worst moment is that kiss at the end it's not earned it's sloppy Mm -hmm. like if if they want it it's not a good kiss they didn't want us to buy it they didn't like build up this like we're gonna kiss thing or whatever so they didn't want us to buy into it it's not a romantic kiss it's kind of sloppy um and so like you're just like this is stupid it's fucking point what was the point of the season so like i feel like you know it's funny that like my favorite moments at the beginning, <laughs> you know, of I mean, the first I think episode. it's telling. Yeah. Because I think it, it's telling. I, I remember just being like, you know, the beginning of senior year, just so excited, you know, you're so excited and they jump in the ocean. You're like, this, this season's going to be awesome. Yeah. And like, Ooh, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> well, and also, I mean, I, I know I made this point before, but like senior year there, I feel like we missed out on so much of like, the fun of senior year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And exactly. I'm like sad about that because like, God, let these kids have a good time for like even a little bit. I get it. It's a soap opera. I, I'm like, be soapy about it. Let them have drama. I'm that's what I'm here yeah. for. But also like, also let them have a good time sometimes. Yeah. That's why you love drunk Joey. Cause she's, it's so fucking she's a good funny. time. Yeah. <laughs> she's a good time. It's so funny. You know, it's like, you just need those little like funny moments yeah. to like, get through the drama and we yeah. don't really get those at the end yeah Ooh, not at all pretty brutal yeah okay so this one's from erica i've always hated the way that the show breaks up joey and pacey at the end of season four i used to feel that pacey's insecurities were unfounded and artificially brought up as a way to add more drama and get them to split up upon this rewatch i think i've changed my opinion Throughout all of season four, it feels like Joey is holding out for more than a friendship with Dawson. Even though I believe she's in love with Pacey, she only has one foot in her relationship with him. I think she feels that her relationship with Dawson is unfinished. It was her decision to break up and then she regretted it. So it it seems as if she's wondering what if in regards to Dawson. There were multiple times in season four where it seems it would be easy for her to tell Pacey she does not have romantic feelings for Dawson and she's fully in love with him but she never seems to lay it all out there for him when he needs it his insecurity starts in season three where multiple people tell him she'll never love him like she loves dawson but it continues because she never says to him that she never loved dawson like she loves him which i think Mm -hmm. is the truth I hated the end of CODA for obvious reasons. I know Aaron will disapprove, but the fact they played Daydream Believer made me want to do mild violence to the person who made that decision. Aaron <laughs> approves of that message. I, oh, God. I do, actually. <laughs> that is appalling. How could I do that? Oh, my God. But, but I'm ready for... What I'm ready for now is for Joey to get Dawson out of her system by exploring what she has with him. Just like she couldn't leave things unfinished with Pacey in season three, now she's in the same boat, excuse the pun, with Dawson. So my question is, do you guys think the show is making the right choice here to slam Joey and Dawson back together? If not, how do you wish this season would have ended instead? Absolutely 100% not. (laughs) This is not the right decision. Um, Yeah. Because I think the thing that television... It's hard for me to say that television didn't know it back then, um, but it seems like it wasn't television wasn't as good at um, plotting out and pacing a season back Mm -hmm. then. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that 
part of what it is is that it's like you got to fucking earn that. Yes. It comes out of nowhere, them kissing. Her and Pacey had a moment in the literally the last episode. Yes. Where, like, he is, he calls her the woman that he loves, and she, like, clearly reciprocates that. Like, she doesn't uh-huh. say that back, but, like, it's clear she's still in love with him. Yes. And, like, mm-hmm. and so, so, and even at the beginning of Coda, like, mm-hmm. she sees Pacey on the screen, and she kind of, like, you see it on her face, like, how hurt mm-hmm. she is and how much she misses him, and... All of that. Because Katie Holmes, I mean, she she's, I think when she's given material, she's pretty good at, yeah. at it. Yeah. When she's given complicated material, um, she's pretty good at it. And I think that they should have, I mean, I think that, I, I said this when we were in our CODA episode, but I think that like, Joey and Dawson as two childhood best friends saying goodbye to each other is an interesting episode of television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, Especially but, after all they've gone through. You know? Totally. Totally. But why would it end with a kiss? <laughs> That's not earned. They haven't had romantic feelings towards each other in so long. I know. You know, I, I just, I think well, it's, it's an absolute misstep. Sorry. Yeah, it's hard when we constantly hear Joey being like, I want to be your friend. And even in Coda, when she's like, before they kiss, she's like, you know, she talks about their friendship. My best like, friend in the whole top- world, yeah. Yes, you know. And so, like, then that the show constantly, like, slams, like, with them particularly, that their friendship always means, like, also, like, romance, romance and, like, kind of, like, you know, kind of, like, a sexual element to it. It... it it feels like this really toxicity that like men tend to have where like, well, men and women can't really be friends, you know? And you're like, well, that's because you don't know women get to choose whose dick goes in them. So like, you know, like if any, if any, yes, exactly. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So it's like, you can be friends with someone like, and even like maybe want to kiss them and not do it. So like this idea that like then like, oh, of course she's saying goodbye. So they're going to have this like dramatic kiss. It's like, I don't know. Like it's hard because like I know someone said previously that the the showrunner wanted to break Pacey and Joey up sooner. Yeah. And so maybe like that's what they were thinking were happen. And like at the end point would like this kiss but since that didn't happen they broke up like three episodes before the finale and then we had like two other episodes about their breakup we it it just it fucking came out of nowhere no like I remember the first time I saw it and I was stunned like stunned that they did it and to be honest like I think um what uh Erica is saying is true like I've made that case throughout is that like I don't think like I think Joey had unfinished business with Dawson and like whatever that was you know like it it's kind of like she had regret about how it happened she also still had like these complicated feelings towards him and like because we couldn't really have a healthy friendship for Joey whether it was Jack or Gretchen or Jen or you know yeah some really character anyone. that Andy like that could have been an interesting point for Andy to be on the show where she like is trying to like give navigate giving advice to her friend about her ex-boyfriend that she's still like I mean you know <laughs> that could have been interesting um so since we don't really have like Joey's feelings ever it's hard to really like watch the these storylines with her you know like the it's yeah it's so funny because I think about some of my favorite television shows now right Mm -hmm. and like how many characters are on them and how they all get great stories and I'm like why was this so hard (laughs) like I and and that's not to say that's not to say that I don't appreciate how hard it is to write television. I, I think yeah. it is. Mo- I mean, I think it's harder to write television than it is to write pretty much any visual medium. Oh, um, partially because of how fucking fast you have to do it. Um, yeah. And yeah. you know, and and I and, and this coming from a person who, you know, lives in Los Angeles and knows a fair share of TV writers. Um, 
I just think like, I keep thinking about certain episodes and I keep thinking about the idea of filler episodes. I don't know why yeah. this is on my mind. Cause, oh, cause you make an argument about a, a 16 episode season, yeah. which I don't disagree with, but also there's some filler episodes where I'm like, man, though, would you, if it was 16 <laughs> episodes, would you get that filler episode? You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And, and like, <laughs> you know, I, I think about it a lot, particularly when it comes to Buffy. Um, uh-huh. the filler episode. Cause some of those are like the best episodes of Buffy right. that like kind of have nothing to do with anything that's going on in the show, but they're great. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and I think like, so I'm on the fence about filler episodes, but I do think a lot about like how much of this season it's like, God, couldn't you, why couldn't you just tell, I guess, why can't you just tell different stories? Right. Like, like, it felt like nobody got very good stories, and I don't really know what the fucking plan was. Yeah. And and you couldn't tell whether or not they were trying to build a friendship with Joey and and Dawson or, like, you know, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it's like the, the season starts off with, like, her being like, I want to be friends with him. And then they kind of just are friends-ish a little bit, mm-hmm. like, hot and cold throughout mm-hmm. this season. Mm-hmm. And then also the same with Pacey and Dawson, where it's, like, hot and cold throughout the season. And then, like, the final episode, it, we're supposed to get, like, this kind of redemption story where, like, you know, Dawson's like, I'm proud of you. And it's like, well, but <laughs> That's, are they are they friends or not? Like, what? That's not the work. <laughs> That's not the word. Yeah. I know I am like scream about like, tell your friends you're proud of them, but also like show, show them that you're proud of them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Dawson even admitted, like, I tried to hate you, Joey. And like, I couldn't, you know, and it's like, uh, what, you know? And like, how do I wish the season would have ended? Like I've said, I, I just wish that it ended with the graduation. Like, I guess I mean I'm I'm happy with some of the co- of Coda. Mm-hmm. You know, there's parts of it that I really like and I wish it had ended of like how hard this goodbye is. I think a whole episode dedicated to how hard it is to say goodbye after high school, whether you're going to college, whether you're going somewhere else, whether you're Pacey and you're going to the Caribbean mm-hmm. and like, you know, whatever it is, I wish that they had like explored that. Without this weird, like, Dawson-Joey obsession. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even, like, uh, Jen and Grams are moving the next day, but they act like Apparently. no one has to say goodbye to them. Like, right. what? But this <laughs> is what know. I mean about, like, how is it possible that this show got this character development shit so wrong in season four? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, one of my favorite shows right now has, like, oh, my God, has, like, ten main characters. And all mm-hmm. of them get good storylines. And I'm like, it doesn't, like... Yeah, it's totally possible. <laughs> it's clearly possible, that like yeah. these people and even when they introduce new characters they like get like weighty meaty storylines and i'm like see it's it can be done yeah no i i kind of wish that like in terms of like their you know the love interest like they did it for Dawson where they introduced a whole new character for a season long love interest but they mm-hmm. like refuse to do that for Joey it's like she's always it's like it's either Dawson or Pacey right. <laughs> and like okay well, well, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Season five is coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. which we cannot wait for. Oh my God, we're so excited. <laughs> okay, this is from Louise. A large part of what drew me and kept me hooked on the show is the character of Joey, as I had so much in common with her. I also suffered a major bereavement at a young age, and I had a dad who was absent due to poor life choices. Like Joey, I was a great student and saw this as my way, quote, out. FYI, it obviously was not. I worked my ass off to get into Oxford, and then I realized after a year it was really not for me. I was acutely aware that my family had a lot less money than my friends. And I had a lot of caring responsibilities at home as a teenager, even down to being fucking tall. This girl was me to a T at 17 and 18. I I'm certain I like Joey reacted in anger to a lot of triggers as I didn't know any better. Surely that's the case for everyone. We're all just a result of our traumas and the shit we've been through until we learn a different way of dealing with it. 
For me personally, I met my now husband at 19 and he helped me start the work. I'm the same I'm the same age as you two. Now I'm at, at 38. I'm generally pretty well adjusted and I will admit that at times of extreme stress, my inner quote season 1 Joey can still come out. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's a lifelong work. The root of this anger is a fear of vulnerability and a feel of feeling quote, weak for that. I feel this is the same for Joey. I just hope she's also done her fucking work now to become a well-rounded adult and find a better way to deal with her traumas. I'll admit that a lot of this isn't clear in the narrative of the show, and perhaps I'm just projecting my own shit onto this character. I just finished a first rewatch of the show, and I actually identified with Joey more than ever in a very retrospective way. Like looking back at the person I that you were 20 years ago. It's fucking wild. I give the girl a lot of slack. She's doing her best with the tools available to her in that moment. I just hope that later in life she'll be, she'll be better and do better. I agree. What's the, I'm sorry. What's this person's name again? Mm-hmm. Louise, Louisa, Louise, Louise. Yeah. Louise. So Louise, tall brunette, tomboy. Like I, I, related to Joey (laughs) Potter on a deep, deep level. Um, And I agree with you. And I think like, that is why I tend to cut Joey slack is because I think she did have a lot of trauma and she is reacting from that trauma. And I, I get that. And I agree with you that I hope that as you know, if Joey Potter was a real person and was 38 years old now that like she would have gone to maybe some therapy and like, you know, had really figured it out. Mm-hmm. But I'm 37 years old. And literally last week at therapy, my I had to talk about how bad I am at intimacy. So like, it's the work doesn't, it doesn't stop. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I struggle with it too. And you know, it's like, I don't know that I have any, I don't have the kind of trauma that Joey had um, or has. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, I think you're right. And like, you know, I think that where it's hard, I think that there's a fine line, right? That like, this is a person who's dealt with a lot of shit and a lot of trauma, but Mm -hmm. also sometimes behaves towards people who truly love her. Um, like kind of an asshole and <laughs> and and look it's easiest to be an asshole to the people that you know love you and are not going to stop talking to you if you yeah. are an asshole yeah i i understand mm-hmm. that on a deep level too so like i i think you're right i mean and you know i think the reason why we sort of cut dawson the least amount of slack is it's because it's like I mean, come on, bro. What's really gone wrong in your life that you like have to act like such a jerk mm-hmm. to everyone? Um, and with Joey, it's like, I see where you're coming from, but also maybe a different way. <laughs> Never apologize. Yeah, maybe a different approach. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I definitely understand her anger. I've always understand it because understood it because like we're it's hard being a fucking kid. You're like, you have such little control over your life and mm-hmm. it, it, that makes you really angry. Yeah. Um, and it, it's fucking hard, you know, like, so I definitely understand anger in childhood and, and, you know, at every point of our life, you know, sure. But like, I don't know. I, it's like the more I think about it because, you know, Joey, obviously, like I've said, she really, she wears on me this season and it's I think it's because the more I think about it the more like her her trauma that we're like told of like her her mom dying and and her dad you know being absent like I I just see that similar um thing in Andy and Jen as well like you know Jen's mom is like near dead to her (laughs) and her dad Mm -hmm. is totally absent and Andy's mom like the mom she had in her childhood died when Tim died, you know, right. and her dad is near absent as well. So, right. you know, it's like, of course they're not like, you know, absent from this earth. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. still like not there. Um, so it, it's hard to like, you know, like, 
like you said, like she, it's just like, I get her anger and I, I think her life, you know, like obviously the, the class that Joey's in is different than Jen and Andy, but like, she's such an asshole for a lot of the time for no reason, you know? And you're like, dang, um, particularly towards the other women, you know? So that it's hard to, yeah. And I, I think there's like a combination of, it's things. just hard to watch. Yeah, I agree. I, I think there's a combination of, um, of problems, one of which is it being the late 90s and the early aughts, which is that we were less, mm-hmm. at least I'll speak for myself, less like women's solidarity and more, I mean, we were we were kind of transitioning, I've said it before, from second to third wave, right? So in second mm-hmm. wave feminism, mm-hmm. we were like, mm-hmm. yours, you are setting the women's movement back, person who you know, works in sex work or chooses to stay at home mom. And in third wave feminism, Mm -hmm. we've been more like, Hey, if that's your choice, that's your choice. And like more power to you. And like, Mm -hmm. let's discuss why these are certain choices that some women feel that they have to make. Um, And that's, let's discuss the nuance of of it. Right. But Mm -hmm. like, and you know, let's discuss the nuance of like the fact that sex work exists and you know, that, that mm-hmm. men pay women for sex. I mean, not that women don't pay men for sex. That does happen. But f- mm-hmm. more traditionally speaking, um, you know, and what does that mean? And, you know, what yeah. does that mean for our society? I think those are interesting conversations to have. But yeah. let's not shame the people who are fucking doing it. You yeah, know. I mean, it's like so compelling that the person paying isn't shamed with the person that's receiving the payment is, you know. So that's mm. like, it's... Yep. You know, <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, I think, so I think that like, um, so a that- lo- sorry, I just think a lot of us were like, um, I just think a lot of us were more at odds with other women who didn't like sort of share our viewpoint back then. And I feel mm-hmm. like I've done a lot of that work myself. Cause I think I used to be like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I definitely, know that for from my experience my mom as someone who was a professional would like look down on on the stay at home Mm -hmm. moms and I was like first of all you do two jobs lady so I don't know why you think that that's like somehow better (laughs) and I also always felt like the idea of like well we need men to give us a seat at the table is implying that like the men still have ownership of the table and I was like I don't want to sit with those assholes that want to pay me less Mm -hmm. than them you know so it was like but then you like me as a kid felt complicated that it's like well like am I thinking the wrong thing especially since you know parents can tend to be like when you're older you'll see (laughs) it's like okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) totally um okay this is from Roxanne um are there any instances where you think the replacement music on the DVD streaming is superior superior to the original song choice? I know that's bordering on blasphemous here, but I was shook when Julia said the song from the end of A Winter's Tale was not always I Will Love You by Fisher. That song gives me all the feels thanks to the scene, and now I feel lost, confused, betrayed, <laughs> and deceived. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry to have <laughs> fucked your life up like this. Um, I do think there's a season, there's a song in, I, I mean, I hate to bring this up, but there is a song in season two when Pacey and Miss Jacobs kiss again in that warehouse, that, whatever that weirdo mm. thing is. Like the, mm. That is a replacement song, and I think the replacement song is way yeah. better. When Miss Jacobs Sorry. assaults yes, thank Pacey. you, thank you, thank you. Um, uh-huh. There's a replacement song there that I think is better than the original song. Um, not many. I mean, not many. Uh, I do agree with you that that last scene of Winter's Tale, that that last song is pretty good. Um, but I know it as the other one, so. Uh, yeah. You know... I feel like this is blasphemous to say, but the more I watch the streaming, the more I think Run Like Mad is better. No, Aaron. <laughs> it's weird because like I w- will never think it's the right song, uh-huh. but I do think it's a better song than I Don't Want to Wait. Like I Don't Want to Wait doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> sure, sure, know? sure. I mean, fair, um, that's fair. That's a fair assessment. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so. Okay. So this one is from Instagram from, they didn't have a name on their account. So it's JMY143. Okay. Um, is there a best scene song combination from this season? All th- And then, yeah, let's do that. There's a few one. I mean, this year's love. I was- definitely like. Yes, here's love. Yeah. <laughs> the one that's supposed to be iconic. there. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Iconic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all things as they are without changing the, the trajectory of the season or the future. What one scene would you have wanted to see that you didn't get to see? I wanted... <sighs> I don't know if it's one scene, but I wanted to see Pacey and Joey be happy for longer. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like they, even though I like the fights they have in the first like four episodes of season four, I think that like Mm -hmm. show these two people as like insanely happy with each other for a while. Um, Yeah, we don't even see a date night. Yeah, totally. And it's like, you know, I, I I would have really liked to see that. I also really would have liked to see, like, Joey and Dawson friend stuff. I mean, I would have liked to have seen Jen and Joey be friends. That's always going to be my answer. But, like, even, like... Yeah, for me, this... Yeah, the... For me, the scene I would have liked to see is Joey telling Jen she had sex with Pacey. That's a good one. Like, we didn't get to see Joey tell anyone she had sex with Pacey. Right. She sort of gets outed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Also, this yeah. isn't this isn't for season four particularly. It's kind of nebulous. I don't really know when this happens, but I would have really liked to see Jack lose his virginity. I agree. I've been thinking about that a lot. I totally agree with you. I, like, can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> Yeah, like, when Joey loses her virginity, that's all I could think about was, like, I can't believe they didn't make Jack, like, the fear of him losing it, you know, the same storyline that Joey had, like, the fear, the, like, how do you get prepared, how do you have conversations about it, I like, that would have just been such another interesting storyline, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I, quote, understand why it didn't happen, but I also don't understand because I refuse to be like, oh, yeah, we have to censor children from seeing storylines that don't involve a dick going in a vagina. Like, somehow that's acceptable? <laughs> okay. Yeah, and, like, I want to clarify, Jack losing his virginity to a man. I mean, he's it's canon in the show that yeah. he's had sex with a woman. So, Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Same. <laughs> but like I but uh, yeah. But like I think like, you know, I yeah, I think like god, what a I remember when I was watching one day at a time and like the I mean spoiler alert, but like the female character on that show, Elena, who's female teen, has sex with her significant other um and who's a gender nonconforming person and like um, you know, uh they have sex with each other and like it shows like it's it's it is a like I mean I hate the term loss of virginity like it shows the first time Elena has sex Mm -hmm. and like and like there's this way in which it's like shows how universal that experience is it doesn't matter who you're having sex with Mm -hmm. it's a nerve-wracking experience and I was just like, I remember being like blown away, like, oh my god, what if they, what if this was on TV when we were teenagers? This would have been so great. Like, totally. and I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, I wish they had shown that with Jack. I really do. So, yeah, I I definitely agree with you. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Um, it, especially since like, you know, Toby's fine, but they like kind of they didn't earn that relationship either so it would have been so compelling to have that especially since they said um we know that uh, michelle williams was off off filming so they could have given jack like a larger story with toby um 
in his fear as well. It would have been compelling to see that side by side with Joey and, and her fears. And they could have discussed it together too, because that's like one of the best scenes of the whole season is Joey talking to Jack about having sex with Pacey, you know, and like those, those story, like when you watch those, those are what you want to see is like having these like conversations with your friends about like, I don't know, like, you know, and she, when she talks to Jen and Jen's like, well, you need to go to the clinic and get prepared. Like those are the storylines that I like versus right. her having these like weird abstract conversations with Dawson where you walk away, like, what were they talking about? <laughs> Well, I mean, do we really need to have the whole thing about Dawson pulling the plug on Mr. Brooks? Like, can't we have Joey and Jack having like an actual in-depth conversation about like each of their fears and and hopes for like (laughs) their sexual activities? Like, I would much rather that than like this weirdo like... Couldn't agree more. (laughs) Uh, That was such a stupid storyline. So I couldn't agree more. Mm. This is from Steph. When do you think the show went from being Dawson's Creek to Joey's Creek, where Joey's quote, it girl status took over, her pedestal was raised, and the show became about her and her journey? I always believe this happened in season five in the college years, but your commentary makes me think it may be season four or perhaps the end of season three. Honestly, That's a hard one. I do still do think it's season five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be- because even in season four, we don't really get her perspective and her, mm-hmm. her, like, we don't have the conversations about her feelings. We don't get to talk to the, she doesn't really have scenes with all of the characters, you know? Mm-hmm. This, I think that's why season four is hard because they still are making it Dawson's Creek, which is fine, but they couldn't really find enough storylines to make it Dawson's Creek. And that's why it struggles. Cause they're like, mm-hmm. well, Dawson falls in love, but then he also has to deal with Joey and like, and then, but then they try to make it be like, Joey has complicated feelings about Dawson, but since it's, <laughs> they don't flesh out those complicated feelings she has about Dawson, it, it becomes really hard to watch like her, her storyline this season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see when we actually get to season five and start reviewing it. But like, I, I still think season five is when it's like, no, she's the star. Yeah, I agree with you. And and maybe that is the problem with season four. Is that like, mm-hmm. you know, is that like, they are making that transition, but they just haven't made it yet. Because um, mm-hmm. I think like, we said this is going to have spoilers, right? So we can... Talk about yeah, 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 a little yeah, yeah. bit. So I, I mean, I think that part of the problem is is that they send Dawson off to USC, and then what? And I then know. what? <laughs> like, and then your main character I is know. in LA, where the rest of the cast is in Boston. And I mean, we all know, and then what? Or most of us know, and then what? But like, the thing is, is that like that's when Joey becomes the heart of the shows because the main character is off doing something else and isn't interacting with anyone. You know, yeah, really. I mean, exactly. So, yeah, and uh, you know, I think that the uh, in terms of the audience, the star became Joey at the end of season three. Yeah, but the 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 showrunners and the writers didn't know that, and that's why season four has such clunkiness, such problems, all these like you know weird fits and starts of storylines and stuff as well. And then, you know, once they start season five, it's like, well, Joey's the one in Boston. She's the one everyone on the cover of all the magazines, the one mm. that our audience really likes. So let's make the show about her. Um, but, yeah, we'll see once we start, like, <clears throat> delving deep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we will. <laughs> okay. So this one's from Tara. Do you two like Joey this season? I hated how she treated Pacey. And to be honest, I couldn't like her from season four onwards. Hmm. That's an interesting question. I think she's interesting, but do I like her? Um, I don't know. I, I think the jury's out on that a little bit. I like her in seasons five and six. Um, I particularly definitely, season six. Uh huh. 
I remember hating her in, in season four, like growing to really just dislike her. And to be honest, when she kisses Dawson, cause she kisses Dawson, Dawson doesn't kiss her. She mm. kisses Dawson at the end of season four. Um, I couldn't believe she did that to Pacey, you know, like I get it. Like they wrote that she didn't really do it, but you know what I mean? I was just like, I can't believe she, Pacey was right. She, she did treat him like shit all that time. And it, I just was, I was like, I don't like her. And like, she was the main character and it, it's kind of hard to watch a show when you don't really like the main character. But Julia, when I met her, she really liked Joey. So mm-hmm. I had like a different perspective on her. Mm-hmm. So I think you giving her more slack was like, oh, okay. And she does like, I think in season six, she is a better character. She's more yeah. interesting to watch. Um, yeah. She's you know, compelling. as we, so, yeah. And in season five, because Audrey comes and she's actually friends with Audrey like it's Mm -hmm. a little bit like up in the air at the beginning I'm like I'm not gonna watch you be bitchy to some girl for no reason again like this sucks (laughs) but once once they they're friends it you can watch it like you're like okay cool like (laughs) why would I want to watch a show about a main girl who's mean to all the other girls like I can't do that you know I mean um so once they become (laughs) friends it's fine to watch yeah, I mean, I'm like, if, I guess I would watch a show about Regina George, maybe, but, um, you know, like, that's only, that only carries you for so long. <laughs> also, it's, I know. it only, only works if it's Rachel McAdams, so. Seriously. And this is also from Tara. Do you think the writers had intended to use Dawson paying for Joey's school as a plot point for later on, but for some reason decided not to use it? I think a big part of their dynamic is he feels ownership over her and she feels like she owes him her virginity, her friendship, etc. It seems weird. His paying for school never gets brought up again. Agreed. It does seem weird that it never gets brought up again. I kind of there's a part of me that like likes it because like I'm glad he's not holding it over her head. But at the same time, I think it's kind of unbelievable that he doesn't Mm -hmm. hold it over her head. No, like just because I remember that episode so much and being so disgusted by like the fact she was like, I have to tell you, I slept with Pacey in order to get this money. Like, I only can imagine that's like how the Internet felt as well, you know. And so, like, I think maybe that storyline didn't hit the way they thought it would. And so that's why they didn't revisit it. Because, like, I have Mm. very vivid remembers of being like super disgusted by that. Um, (laughs) and so like, I kind of think that, like, I don't know, because I didn't read till I didn't even know about television without pity. I didn't read anything on the internet, but like, I just like, I have to believe that that's the way a lot of people felt as well. It's fucking gross. (laughs) So gross. So gross. I'll, I'll see. Um, I, I actually am friends with someone who used to work for television without pity, um, so I'm going to see if we can get that person on, um, to, to talk about Dawson's Creek at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it's, in- it's fascinating to me because I was unaware of it as well. I just like was not a very online teenager. Um, mm-hmm. and so I, I am curious and I love when people send us that stuff and are like, oh yeah, this is the one where like the, the, you know, online people freaked out. <laughs> I love hearing it. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's interesting. I I am glad that it never gets held over Joey's head, but I also um it is a wild storyline. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember th- wondering like what happened in season six like to her sophomore year I was like who paid for that (laughs) but like I also was like whatever who cares all right this is from Grania I have a question if you could have a do-over of any of the season four episodes which one would it be and what would you change four stories And just the last story, really, (laughs) in that one. (laughs) I would have changed it all, to be honest. Like, I I wish that, like, the scene between Pacey and Joey after they have sex was, like, fun and scary, you know? Not just, like, them 
like Joey being like uneasy. Like I wish it was both like excitement and unease, which would have felt more authentic. And even like a little bit of their argument was, was like more like excitement and like, what did we do? (laughs) Yeah. Like that would have felt better. I also, like I said, I, I wish that we got to see Joey, like tell Jack, tell Jen, like tell someone about it, like talk to someone about it so we could see a little bit more of like her feelings on it um, from another uh, another um, intimate relationship, but you know, like another conversation. And then of course, like, I don't think she should have answered Dawson. Like I, I, it's like, I'm on the fence on like, I don't think they were good enough friends for Dawson to act. We're supposed to be- ask the question if she slept with him. We're supposed to believe they are. So if we go with like, okay, they're friends. And he asked, like, I don't think she should have answered. Like I, for like how nervous she was about people not wanting to know, you wish that she could have just been like, I don't really want to talk to you about my sex life, you know, um, instead of lying. I, I, like I said, I, in that episode, like I have such vivid memories of her lying and just being like, oh my God, they're going to break up. I can't believe she's lying. Like, why would she lie? That doesn't make any sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like other than like her instinct is always to lie, but like, I feel like for, you know, when people like there are people when you're young and you, you do lean into lying a lot, but you also lean into saying, I don't know a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you kind of wish that he was like, um, did you have sex with Pacey? And she was like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't or know if like, I want to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. It, it's hard for me to say like, which one scene I would change. I mean, there's a, there's a part of me that wants to like make a play for promicide for him screaming at her at promicide mm-hmm. Pacey, because I think it's really, it's, it's, it's really hard to watch that episode yeah and it's really hard to watch that scene um and so and it's it makes it hard because like then i totally forgot that jack and toby had that like really great kiss and they had a great night because i don't really watch that episode a lot because it's hard to watch that it's hard to watch yeah um so that yeah so it's kind of a disservice and even like drew sucks but like he's good in that episode you know like um totally and i think like so i think that like I don't know. Like, I agree with you that probably that four stories is like, it is a hinge that like nobody wants, you know, (laughs) like it's a, it's an episode that like a lot of things hinge on that. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Why are we, why did we do this? And Mm -hmm. I agree. And I agree with that assessment. (laughs) Um, And yeah, (laughs) I mean, like, I feel like, I feel like, the fact that Joey, the fact that Joey doesn't say it's none of your business to Dawson or like, or, or is like, I don't want to talk about me and Pacey. Like, that's not, you know, I, I think about the first episode of the season where she kind of like brushes everyone off who's asking if they had sex. I'm like, why can't you just do that mm-hmm. again? I know that's it. It's so weird because we see her like low key lying to everyone at the beginning of the season where she's like, what? How could you ask me that? Like, you know, and so it's hard to see her not use those tactics again. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. We know she has it in her. Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's why that that scene, that storyline, that whole thing, it, it, it just is stupid. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> it's very, it's difficult. It's difficult to, to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is from Frankie. Mm-hmm. When do you think Dawson's Creek, Creek jumps the shark? I think at the end of season four, when Dawson and Joey kissed again for no reason. <laughs> I mean, I think it's I th- when Andy leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's definitely part of it. Um, I also think that a good argument is to be made for that kiss at the end of season four, although there are parts of season five and six that I like a lot. So is it possible mm-hmm. to jump the shark and then unjump the shark? Um, <laughs> not sure. Um, I mean... And the finale is the finale of this the series is. Uh, I mean, I have so one. Good. I have one major qualm with it, but it's pretty fucking great. Um, yeah. And 
And so, you know, I, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think there are multiple jump the shark moments, but I don't think, and I think that the end of season four, I mean, for Aaron and I both, like we both were kind of like, okay, I don't think I'm going to watch this show anymore after the end of season mm-hmm. four. Um, and then we'll tell the story when we get to the episode in season five of how we started watching it again. It's funny. Don't worry. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I, I think there's a good argument to be made for that last, that kiss. And I think there's also a good argument to be made for Andy leaving. Cause it's when it starts to like be only melodrama and no fun. Yeah. And that's just hard to watch, you know, nobody wants to watch because even, you know, even Pacey's character was like, you know, introduced as like the class clown, the joker, the funny one. And he's like, no jokes, no fun at the end either. So no one's fun. Well, and even like my so-called life, which is a serious teen drama, like had really fun moments in almost every yeah. single episode, even when they're dealing with serious yeah. topics, there were fun times and fun moments. And, you know, it's like, you don't want only melodrama. Yeah, it's too much. Way too much. Too much. Okay. This is from Aaron, not me. <laughs> um, first off, I've been thinking about some points in the podcast recently about Joey Pacey and Dawson's relationships on your most recent podcast. When talking about the promicide, you discussed how annoying it is that Joey doesn't understand where Pacey is coming from with his emotions. I agree. I agree. That would be frustrating if someone you love didn't see you or understand your emotions. I don't know why the writers chose to make Joey blind to that. It really frustrates me. When I'm listening to you two critique the show, I wonder if it's hard for you two to see yourself as teenagers again and how you would have handled similar situations. I know for me personally, I would have ha- I wouldn't have handled them well. I probably would have responded similar to Joey if my boyfriend did that to me in a senior prom. I also wonder if as adults we see these teenage drama TV shows and realize how unhealthy these things were handled. I wonder if that's why the fall of Pacey and Joey's relationship is hard to watch as an adult. I didn't watch the show as a teenager because if they were adults, they probably would have handled the situation differently. Um, Kind of similar to the point you, you two have made about Gretchen getting or staying out of the drama, she sees how toxic it is. As we grow and develop, we learn how to handle conflict and other feelings in more effective ways. Also, like you two have mentioned on the podcast, professional counseling can help sort out of these growing pains. I think we see in seasons five and six in the character growth in the characters in emotional processing area. I'm not saying either Joey or Pacey handled this well, and I see both points, but I feel for both of them in different ways as an adult. Joey, because she was dumped in front of the whole school and because she felt probably blindsided by Pacey's feelings because they didn't talk about each other's feelings well. I didn't talk about my feelings in high school, college well either. Also, Joey was more concerned about Pacey's words about her than what he was really saying. Pacey, at least I don't think his intent was to make her feel like a bad person. I think he just felt like he couldn't be his true self around her anymore. I feel for Pacey because he probably feels so lost and lonely. He doesn't have anyone to talk to about his true feelings, and he feels trapped in his own head thoughts, I'm sure. I agree that this episode is not out of character for Pacey. I think Pacey did happen... I think what Pacey did could happen to anyone who keeps their emotions inside. Question. Do you remember your response to the breakup when you watched it for the first time? Um, I don't, I didn't have the same response that I do now to the breakup. I don't remember exactly what it was. I remember being like, holy shit, what the fuck? He's like screaming at her. Whoa. Kind of thing. And I also have like a really, really, really in tune, um, um, like embarrassment, secondhand embarrassment problem where like, actually I was so embarrassed for Joey through the whole episode, partially because it's like clear something's going on with him. And like, Mm -hmm. she just keeps trying to like 
be physically intimate with him. And, and particularly at the time, I was like, so embarrassed by that. Like, what if you were trying to be physically intimate with someone and they were like, get the fuck off of me? Like, that to me was really like, uh, like it was very mm-hmm. it felt very embarrassing whereas like now you know I'm an adult and I've had like many situations where it's like I know you want to <laughs> I know you want to do something right now but I'm not into it and you're like oh, okay fine <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it's like you you learn to just be like oh okay it's not like it's not always like I don't fucking touch me it's like I have it yeah, you know, yeah whatever so So I remember being very, very embarrassed for her. And like, I think it's part of me, part of it is that that's why it's such a hard episode for me to watch is because like, I'm like, oh, Joey, oh, God, oh, God, like, why aren't Mm -hmm. you like clocking any of this, you know? Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like if I remember right, we knew they were going to break up. Like it was mm. advertised. Um, yeah. So it wasn't like so much as a shocker, I guess. Um, you know, like I said, when, like when she lies to Dawson, like it felt like a stab in the heart to me when I watched uh-huh. that in 2001, like it, it like, it like pained me so much Yeah. that like, I didn't, I didn't think it was a, pr- I thought it was, wild that Pacey was yelling at her like in the front of everyone Mm -hmm. um like I can't imagine that happening again like I just feel like one of my friends would have like grabbed us both and pulled us away (laughs) you know um like I just like it's hard for me to like obviously put myself in that in like those exact situation but um I know like for me like well first of all I had already been to therapy when I was like in eighth grade. So like I had a little bit more like whatever and I'm like really, I am really sensitive and like more empathetic. I think it's cause I'm a twin. It's cause like you just always have to be with someone else and like know what they're doing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so like if someone said to me, like you make me feel like nothing, like I just like for me personally would never say, are you done? Like, and I'm spicy. I can get real mean to people, but like if someone <laughs> I loved said that to me, <laughs> someone I loved said that to me, like, I just like, I just, I don't think I would, I mean, I would probably be crying, like just sobbing. Oh. I don't think I'd be like, are you done? <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah. and like, I, like, I just would feel like I'm sorry I would be saying like I'm sorry like because you know like that's just like yeah um it's hard to watch someone in that much pain saying like saying they feel like nothing oh Mm -hmm. my gosh (laughs) yeah I mean I think like I think too I think sometimes it is hard to put yourself back in the headspace of being in high school and then sometimes Mm -hmm. it isn't hard to do um Particularly when the things that happened closely parallel with things that happened to you in high school. Um, Yeah. So, like, I think, you know, nobody that I was in love with and dating for a year and lost my virginity to or had sex with for the first time. I'm going to try to change my vocabulary on that. Um, uh, That, like, nobody, nobody with that, that I had those experiences with, um ever did this to me. So I don't know. I mm-hmm. mean, it's hard for me to say, I think, I think I would have been mortified. I think I would have definitely started crying and probably left or I don't know. I have, yeah. a, I do have a violent streak. I know Aaron is very anti-violence. I'm anti-violence, but, but it's in me. Um, and so I might've hit him. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I have punched men for being awful before, um, but, but I, something about me, every single time I've hit a man for being awful, it's because he was awful to someone that I loved rather than mm-hmm. the men who have been awful to me. So. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's what I work on with my own therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I've definitely like hit dudes before too, but for similar reasons, you know, cause mm-hmm. they're like, 
being yeah. wild to other people. Um, mm-hmm. and, and also like not be, it's different when like, um, the verbal violence or the violence is directed at you, like what your yeah. reactions are. I'm more want to just leave. It's like, I'm okay. out of here. Yep. <laughs> you know? Bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't feel safe. See ya. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But like, I just, for me, if someone I loved said, you make me feel worthless, like that would yeah. be so painful to me. Sure. And I would feel like, guilt and I would want to try to make them not feel that way so even when I was young <laughs> sure um yeah sure so, I yeah don't know. and I think for me like one of the most painful things is knowing that I have hurt another person for me it, mm. and so I think for and I it was that way then and it, it's still that way now where I have to really mm. like get myself under control and be like you know in life, we hurt each other and the, you know, (laughs) you didn't do it on purpose. And, Mm -hmm. and like, and that doesn't matter. They're still hurt. Like, so forgive yourself and figure out what, what to do to make it better and what to do to not do it again. Um, You know, and, and I think that like, I think that like that has only come to me as a grown up. I mean, I, I, in high school, when I would hurt people, I like, I was that person who was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I apologize a thousand times mm-hmm. and like be even more mm-hmm. up in their shit where like, you know, as, as anyone knows who's been hurt by another person, you're like, okay, get away from me for just like a little bit. And I was like, <laughs> I know that was not how I was. Yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like I would have been more likely to want to fix their feelings mm-hmm. than to be like you know, I don't know, in my own head about it or in my own, you know, world about it. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. High school (laughs) sucks. (laughs) High school's the worst. Okay. So we're going to do part two. So thank you everyone because there's like a lot more still (laughs) okay so thank you everyone for sending in your questions i'm excited for what we've already done so far and like you know what we're about to discuss um and thank you everyone for being here with us season four we did it i don't know i think a lot of people have told us maybe they didn't remember season four i know we didn't remember (laughs) not in this way (laughs) no slog at the end Yeah. So I want to thank you all for sticking it out with us. Um, You know, we've it's a a wild, wild time to be alive and we've been on quite the journey together, all of us. So (laughs) thank you all for being here. (laughs) We hope you're staying safe and protecting yourself like it, Mm -hmm. even though it like kind of feels like in the U.S. things are over. We still lived through a big trauma event and I hope you're really like you know and staying safe and like looking out for everyone and you know checking in on people like who what a time to be alive yeah and giving yourself time and space to recover and to Mm -hmm. and to you know figure out what you want to do next and what your next moves are um Mm -hmm. we all lived through a collective existential crisis but the collective we didn't collectively live the same experience we all had our own unique experience and like yeah. whoo, 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 whoo. <laughs> so fucked up uh. <laughs> black lives matter mm-hmm. defund the police yep. stop asian hate mm-hmm. um you know let's get people out of jail that are incarcerated for weed what come on <laughs> yeah particularly <laughs> since i can have it uh. delivered to my door in los angeles <laughs> it's it's stupid that's yeah. dumb you know yeah, i do let's know. get those vaccines to the rest of the world yeah. come on okay My God. let's get them out there we've got these variants creeping up this is what we said would happen freaks come on get them out there joe biden looking mm-hmm. at you uncle joe um yeah, so you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. You can email us, dawsonscritique at gmail.com. We want to shout out our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at GoFreakingCrazy. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron.Hensley. We have merch, bit.ly slash Dawson's Critique. 
And you can order our book, I Remember Everything, Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, available wherever you get your books. We will shout out Malaprop's Bookstore in Asheville, North Carolina, uh, where Aaron has been um, recently. Uh, I'm trying to get, give all the places you were so that nobody can track you. Not that anyone <laughs> will, but like... So Malaprop's, if you haven't been to Asheville, North Carolina, I highly suggest you go. And so if you're there, you should definitely visit Malaprop's, which is a wonderful bookstore. Um, please like us, subscribe, write a review wherever it is you get your podcast. Thank you so much to those of you who have done so. We really, really appreciate it. It helps us immensely when you do. You can find me online at Pesty1079 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and you can yeah, follow me there. Um, we want you guys to have a good week. We love you. Stay safe. Keep taking care of yourself. We'll see you next week. I don't want to wait for my life to be over.